you probably don't know this, but some people here in our church end up in jail last week. I don't know how many of you knew that. None of you? You, do, you, you, you did, huh? You guys are smiling. You guys have a good time in jail, I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, all of those people who end up in jail last week, please just stand. We are going to pray for you. <laughs> just stand, all of those people. Carlos, you too? You end up in jail. I'm telling you, you are going to find out some things that you just don't expect it. Uh, and all those people who end up in jail, please just come here. We are going to have a special prayer for you, uh, Carl, Carlos, Carolyn, and Lou, Grace. Lou also end up in jail. And I guess uh, they are so happy because I guess it was a good thing, right? Uh, if you guys want, you can sit or you can stand here next to him. No, Lou, Lou, just give us your report. How come you end up in jail? Go ahead, Karen. Well, I ended up in jail of my own free will, and it's really a blessing. Um, you know, I didn't quite understand what it meant in the Bible about when you, when you visited me in prison, because, you know, I envisioned what it was like back in Jesus' time. And I didn't think there'd ever be an opportunity, and, you know, why look for an opportunity to go to jail and see somebody I don't know? But with the prison ministries, it's really been a blessing for us. And um, pray for me because at the end of this month, I have to give a sermonette. And the following um, month also. And uh, so I really need guidance on what I want to say. But I do want to share, there was a gentleman last week. Anyway, um, you see them getting ready and they straightening their shirts and their, their orange jumpsuits, you know, and they come in trying to look as best they can. And there was one guy that came in, he really looked disheveled. Hair was kind of a mess, big guy. And they kind of lounged down in their chair, and you don't know what kind of a response you're going to get. And come to find out, he was being released at midnight or 12.01, and he wasn't happy about it. And this really caught my attention because as as the guys were kind of heckling him about, well, you're going to get out, and you know, and you know, I don't, he was saying, I'm scared. And he actually had tears in his eyes when we were talking, and this really caught my attention that some people are in there, and they're afraid to get out. Um, and so we said we would pray for this guy, and then he cried some more, you know, and he just really touched my heart. So remember Keith in prayer. We pray that he's found his way to someplace safe. You know, I was kind of laughing at the back over there when I misunderstood the pastor. When he said he was in jail, I thought, well, I wasn't in jail. I, you know, I was visiting somebody, but not, <laughs> not locked up. You know? So, I, um, yeah, I, that's what I hesitate to stand up. But anyway, uh, it was a good experience. I I think Brother Lou here, uh, he probably doesn't even realize that, but uh, one time he was reading the Bible, and he mentioned one thing, that, which is exactly what Sister Carolyn here said about, when I was in jail, Jesus said, you what? Visited me, right? And these are the two kind of people, remember, brothers and sisters, these are the two kind of people that are going to be believing in God. The, the, the Bible doesn't talk about the people that doesn't believe in God because the people on the left are going to say to him, what, didn't we do this in your name? 
So these are people who believe in God. But, but then they didn't do what they're supposed to do. And one of the things that we're supposed to do is what? To go visit sick people, people that are in jail, people that are in rest homes, and many other things. So that's one of the, things, the reasons I volunteer. One of the little things because I consider I'm doing nothing in the church. I come here and I sit there on the back and listen. Sometimes I participate with my opinion, and, and sometimes I don't. I just sit there and listen to it. But I, I guess the time is coming when all we have to be involved in some time of activity. Amen? For, the, for God, because Jesus is coming soon. What are we doing? It's not enough that we come here to church and sit there and listen to the pastor talk and then go home and forget all about it. That is not enough, brothers and sisters. We got to do something. Not necessarily. Maybe you don't want to go to jail, but I mean, go to visit people in jail. But there may be maybe something that you can do. Something. You know. I think we're going to need Bibles. I don't know, Brother Lewis in charge of the group. So I don't know if we're going to need Bibles. Maybe you can give a dollar to buy Bibles and take because the, the inmates take this Bible and if, if they want to keep it, they keep it. And that costs money, folks. So this is what uh, I wanted to share that with you. I had to sit down because uh, as you get older, things start to break down in life. And I've got a, a knee that I think was uh, a direct insult from a Peruvian. I don't know. Uh, but I just want to thank God for what he can do in our lives. Amen? I want to thank Caroline and Carlos for taking the time to do exactly what Scripture says. And I'll just rephrase that again. It says, I was hungry. And you fed me. I was in prison and you visited me. Very touching because it really is the essence of what we as children of God should be doing. And I just want to take just about a minute to let you know that the group is called Touch of Love of Orange SDA Church. You would not believe the amount of restrictions that we have in telling people about Jesus Christ. It would seem like we would have an open door to tell individuals about Christ, the Bible, how to come to him. Everything in the prison is structured in such a way that you're allowed to say certain things at a certain time and given a certain time and no more. But the, the recipients, these young men, I'm not talking about old people in there. I'm talking about young people, 20 to 30 years old, that as you look at these individuals, you see the sadness in their face because as my coordinator says, and this is, I thought it was very harsh and very cruel because he looked at them and he said, you guys are like animals. And I go, whoa. Pretty harsh words to tell somebody that you're in jail with because if they want to get up and beat the daylights out of you, they can do it. But he told them, you are animals. And you are animals because of what you have done and what society has put you in. 
you're in a cage because of the consequences that you've done. But you see, we're there to tell them that irregardless of the consequences that they've done or the decisions that they take, there is someone that loves them indefinitely, and that's Jesus Christ. You should see these young men as we tell them about what Christ can do in their lives, how they can change men, the responsibility of men in the home. As we tell them, you're not home. Who's taking care of the children? It's the mother doing double job. It hits home. But we need volunteers. There's three of us. We should have at least eight. So I appeal to you, if you have it in your heart, or you're retired like I was, and I thought I was just going to kick back. But the Lord says, I have other plans for you. Come and join us. April the 17th. April 17th, Michael Ashley is going to be here to do what he did a year ago. If at that time, between now and then, you feel compelled that you want to be part of this, come and join us. It will be such a blessing. And it will also allow you to understand that the grace of Jesus Christ and you being out here is a blessing. Amen? Amen. So April the 17th, keep that date in mind. And between then and now, if you need or you feel compelled to come, come talk to me. Come talk to Carlos. Come talk to Caroline. And we will get the process going. It takes about six weeks to get it done. That's what I'm saying. I think that the Lord, you know, he said, go preach, go tell them. We have walls, everything else. But we will persevere in bringing Jesus Christ to these young men. Amen. Yeah, being in jail is, is just a whole different experience. And it's also a whole different experience when the way you announce it, right? When I announce it, like somebody else, that somebody was in jail or end up in jail, everybody like, who was that? And more than that, when you see Lou and then Carlos, like, what? What did he do? Being in jail also brings the idea and brings the, 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 yeah, the idea of grace. Heavenly Father, at this moment, oh Lord, before your presence, I want to bring three of your children who are going to, sometimes we can call it to the extreme, of visiting people in jail, giving them the good news of the gospel. At this moment, I want to ask for a special blessing for the Holy Spirit to be with them every time they go there, for the Holy Spirit to give them the words, the energy, for them to know that they are not alone, but the holy angels are with them. Bless the prison ministry. Call others. Call others so they can get together with these three children of yours. And just have a small army, but a big army before your presence. Bless them. Bless their families. In Jesus' name, we want to ask all of this. Amen.